This is Mark Rice. You're listening to IronCityRocks.com. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh-based rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music. Episode 12 is a special episode featuring an interview with an artist named Mark Rice. Mark was originally from the Weirton area, spent some time living in Philadelphia, and is now back home in the Pittsburgh area. Mark has a new CD out called Topography of a Bird, and we're going to take a closer look and get his insight on the making and writing of the songs. I hope you enjoy this interview. Before we get started, I do want to remind you of a couple things we have going on. Uh, We have a contest on Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks, where you can enter to win a pair of tantric tickets. You must be a follower of us on Twitter and then go to ironcityrocks.com and enter to win. Deadline for entry to that contest is August 2nd. We also have a pair of tickets to see the Iron City House Rockers. Also, you can go to ironcityrocks.com and enter to win that. That's Friday, August 14th at the Amphitheater Station Square. And also, we're new to Facebook. Um, You can search for Iron City Rocks on Facebook. uh, And we're giving away two pairs of tickets to our uh, fans. Uh, the first is a pair of tickets to see Donnie Iris and the Cruisers Saturday, August 15th at the Amphitheater Station Square, the Rib on the Rivers Festival, and also tickets to Sunday's performance on the 16th to see Blue Oyster Cult. So you can go to Facebook.com um, and click to become a fan, uh, Twitter.com to win the Tantric tickets, or just go to IronCityRocks.com to win the Iron City House Rockers tickets. We'd like to thank you all for your participation, and we appreciate the feedback. Now on to the interview with Mark. Okay, okay on the line we have Mark Wright um, with a CD out called Topography of a Bird. Mark uh, was featured on the podcast um, pretty early on with a song called Save Me Tonight, um, which I fell in love with and uh, wanted to take the opportunity to sit down and uh, talk over uh, what I think is a masterful CD and just kind of go through each of the songs get a little bit of feel for where he's coming as a singer and songwriter so welcome Mark thanks hi hey um can you give a little background on where you're coming from as um as it relates to musically and um, geographically were you born in the Pittsburgh area western PA or um yeah um I was I was uh you know, I was born and born and raised in Weirton, West Virginia, which is uh, you know about 45 minutes west of Pittsburgh. Um, uh, that's where I uh, grew up um, and learned to play guitar, and you know started playing music there. Um, and from there, I've kind of moved around a lot in the past few years. Um, most recently, lived in Philadelphia for for uh, about five, uh, close to five years, and. Um, and then we just came back to this area, to Pittsburgh. So. Well, welcome back, and we're sorry for your time away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. Your jail thug living there. What was that? It was like a five-year jail sentence living in Philadelphia. But. I well, you know, um, you know, I have a, a soft place for Philly, but yet uh, we were happy to be back in Pittsburgh. It's been great to be back. Hey, you know, we came back and we're we're Super Bowl champions this year. We're uh, you know Stanley Cup winners. 
um, hey, I feel like I'm a good luck charm for the area, so doing I'll pretty well. Any, anything, everything's a good luck charm right now. Everything yeah. You can just help us with our baseball team, but that's another story for another podcast. I'm doing the best I can. Not too much I can do without. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you came back to PA and... Yeah. Were you into music the whole time, or I mean, when did you yeah. start playing? Yeah, I've, I've played music for a long time. I've, I've played, um, you know, uh, where I grew up, you know, I grew up in the church a lot, and so I play a lot of church music, and, and that's where I learned uh, a lot of my music, and, and from there it's kind of come out, um, you know, my own music's very much been informed by that. Um, also, just getting into a lot of roots music is, you know, I think that's pretty evident on the CD is a lot of uh, roots and folk influence, um, just um, a lot of blues and that kind of stuff, but not so much. I don't know, you don't necessarily feel the blues too much on, on the record, but I think it's, I'm, I feel like I'm influenced by that stuff a lot. Um, and um, so I played music when I was in Philadelphia. Um, I think that's when I, you know, I played music solo. I played in a couple bands in the area. I was in a band called The Hunch here in Pittsburgh um, a while back. And um, we played a battle of the bands at the American Music Cafe in Murraysville, I think, and did pretty well. We came in like third or fourth, I think. And then when I went to Philadelphia, I think that's when I started just kind of playing a lot of the solo stuff that I'd been working on. And um, this record kind of came out of that time in Philadelphia, good uh, five years of of, uh, pruning and um, going through some things there that... You know, I think these songs kind of came out of a lot of that experience. So you can tell that in a lot of the songs, you're really writing from life experiences. Um, unless you're an incredibly gifted person at coming up with stories, you can kind of take your heart on your sleeve in a lot of the songs. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I like I, I, a lot of the music that I respect are, are artists who who have a, the courage, in a sense, to just lay it all out there. And tell you really just how they're feeling and what's going on, and um, you know, I I like that, and so I, I, that's what we were striving for. That's what we were hoping to get on this record. You have? Um, are there any like well-known artists you would say are kind of a keen uh, influence on you, like uh, Bob Dylan or anything like? That? Yeah, I mean, I I think probably every um, anyone who claims folk genre would would say. Um, Bob Dylan, or um, you got Pete Seeger, um, uh, Woody Guthrie, um, those kind of guys, Arlo Guthrie. Um, I think those are those were all influences. Um, you know, I, I, there's just a, a variety of music. I was influenced a lot by the, the local folks that I played with, a lot of um, local musicians, uh, a guy named Dan Collins. Um, uh, Kyle Swartzweller um, is another guy. Um, there's quite a few. I think the more well-known artists would definitely be, um, yeah, uh, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, pretty pretty big Springsteen fan. Um, you can kind of get a sense even back like the days of the Nebraska record. Yeah, yeah, love love that the spring those Springsteen albums. Yeah, absolutely. Devils and Dust, most you know. So when you um, decided to put the topography of a bird, your CD together, did you have all the songs written, or uh, what? Are they all written by you, or are they collaborators? Paul, um, they're all written written by me. Um, 
yeah, all the songs are written by me. I would say musically, it's definitely a collaboration. Um, I kind of come up, you know, a lot of the melodies and, and kind of certain aspects of the songs I had. But I would say that um, the my Dave Young and um, the band that I had playing on the record, um, Varian, Sissy, uh, Tom, Chris, um, Becca, um, all of them, they they were just all brought their themselves to the music, um, you know, their influence to it as well. So I think that where so I, I wrote the songs, um, they definitely put a lot of their, their uh, heart and soul into it as well. So I think that's what makes it such a good record. I, I feel like everyone really put a lot of effort into it. So. Yeah, a lot of different um, flavors of uh, instruments, piano and harmonica and even strings and things like that in there. Um, was it produced? Was it produced by your guitar player? Is that yep. correct? Yep, that's correct, Dave Young. Okay. And um, now, do you have right now kind of like a Mark Bright band when you perform live, or do you typically kind of a one-man show? Well, it all depends uh, if that show is a paying gig or not, uh, <laughs> and then how much it pays. Um, we have. Uh, most recently, we did a CD release show in Philadelphia, and thankfully, the whole band could come together for it. And it was Mark Rice, but um, we advertised it as having the full band, and uh, we just—it was a great time, and it sounded great to have everyone there. Generally, I would say that um, it's usually just myself, um, and if and if if I have a paying show and I'm able to pay the band a little bit, um, Dave will come out as well as Barry, our drummer. Um, he'll come out as well and perform with me. So you're kind of uh, like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, you know. Sometimes we get just Mark Wright, sometimes we get Andy Friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we. I'd love to have more shows where I can bring them out um, that are, you know, like paying gigs so we can really afford to give them, make it worth their while to, to drive all the way out here. Fortunately, all of them are still in Philadelphia and uh, makes okay. it hard to get them out here. Exactly. Maybe play some shows in Harrisburg or something, beat them halfway. Yeah. Um, so maybe we can take a take a little bit of time and kind of go through each of the songs on the album and just kind of reflect on what they're about and let the listeners get a flavor for them. Um, you lead off with a um, a track called "Show Me How to Love," which um, I think is a really really strong track to open the album with um, great vocal harmony. Tell us a little bit about the song and what inspired it. Yeah. Um... Uh, interestingly enough, the the song was sort of influenced by um, some reading that I was doing at the time. I was reading um, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, and uh, particularly he wrote an essay called Nature, and he, um, you know, uh, kind of talks about, in some ways, the power of nature and how it reflects to us uh, the divine, um, the divine, you know, uh, the hand of providence, those kinds of things. And um, and so I was reading that essay, and the song kind of just came out of that time, where um, you know, feeling it's hit you know, the whole trans is a transcendental movement of the um, that Emerson was part of, but it's something that I just really connected with, just the you know nature and how that you know influences us, and that's um, kind of sort of where, where some of that came from.
Okay, the song Ohio, uh, second song, um, when I listened to it, I, originally it, it kind of struck me as an interesting because you're kind of going through the entire, like, uh, almost uh, most of Ohio and West Virginia and PA and things like that. It kind of reminded me of that Johnny Cash song, I've Been Everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, uh, it was kind of neat because it kind of takes the, the listener on sort of a geographical journey. But uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that song? Yeah, yeah. That song was uh, influenced by a lot of places I've I've been at the time. Um, interestingly enough, I, I, most of that song was written on the, um, I forget the name of the highway that runs from um, Cincinnati to Columbus in Ohio. I don't know what that highway is, but it goes straight, just like right through the center of Ohio there, and it's like the most boring road to ever drive on. But, um, yeah, it's, it's like flat, straight, and just kind of there. But um, I was coming back from Nashville, and uh, it was a, um, yeah, you know, just going through a, a sort of difficult time in my life, and um, so I started writing the song there, and um, 
then it's just places I've worked. Um, you know, in Weirton, I worked there and made ends meet. And uh, in Wheeling, uh, you know, was where our supervisors were. So, um, hence the make my stand. Uh, so, um, yeah, it, it was all about those areas. Delmarva, I worked out there doing heat, heating and air conditioning for a while. And um, so there's, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a traveling song. And it was what it was about, all the places I've been to.
song on the album, Hold Me Now, um, had some really neat string pieces in that song. Were they, um, did you guys actually record strings, or was that done with the uh, you know, magic of synthesizers? Um, we, yeah, well, um, I'd say a little bit of both. We did a really interesting experiment with the strings, um, and this is Dave's, uh, Dave kind of came up with it, Sissy, who played on the album and sang, she played violin, and she had done a few tracks for the different songs, and, um, and what we did was we kind of took every track and, and sort of mashed it up and, uh, put it in there, so there's sort of a dissonant kind of strings. Now, I think on, you said Hold Me Now, or? Yeah, Hold Me Now. On Hold Me Now. I think on Hold Me Now, um, some of that was is synthesizer, you know, like um, that we were able to create um, through the, you know, magic of production. But, um, sure. but yeah, so the, some of the violin parts, though, are, um, are live, you know. Um, and what what brought you to that song? What um, inspiration behind it? Hold me now. Um, yeah, it's more of it's more of one of those uh, longing type songs, you know, where um, just feeling the ache of the moment and um, wanting relief from that, you know, and uh, that kind of searching, you know, like you know, keep searching for. Uh, the the right way to go, you know, and and how hard that is to find sometimes. Hold me now. That's all I ask today. Hold me now. Hold me now. I'm at the crossroads, looking for the ancient way. A good way Hold me now Don't let me go Don't let me go Through fire and flood Through skin and bones Don't let me go Please don't let me Bleeding hard for love alone. Hold me now. That's all I ask today. Hold me now. Hold me now. I'm at the crossroads, looking for.
next song up, uh, Don't Let Me Down, which is another song I think is kind of a standout track, at least in my opinion. Um, yeah. Song there. Um, is there a xylophone on that song? Or yeah. some sort of like, okay. I thought I was picking up some sort of percussion instrument there. I was curious what that yeah. was. Yeah, um, yeah, there is a xylophone on, on that, and um, it's a great song, and uh, it would have been great uh, if you had the opportunity to watch us perform that live. Uh, Dave was playing the guitar riff as well as the xylophone at the same time. So if you, uh, it's pretty cool, and it sounded great. So uh, it's, it was something to watch. Do you want to share that? 
yeah. Yeah, um, Tuscan Sun was, uh, uh, it kind of came uh, about as um, a time when my wife, Jackie, she was studying in Rome, uh, Italy, and um, during that time, uh, I had the, you know, we were dating at the time, and so I, I was, you know, calling her and stuff, and uh, I ended up running up a uh, uh, $1,300 phone bill, um, and... Uh, in the first the month. In the first month. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, it was painful. And, um, and you know, I never told her about it. And then uh, and I had written a song for her at that time because um, she was over there and she was studying and, and I was here and, uh, and you know, just feeling like so far away. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so yeah, and then... Uh, it's been a funny thing to talk about since then because she, at the time, didn't know that I had such a large bill. So. Yeah, you run up that kind of phone bill now, ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wouldn't be uh, so impressed with it right now. <laughs> Google chat or something instead. Tuscan sun Under clear Venetian skies What's it like where you've begun To see all that you've become Me, I'm still here Cold, wet, or dry And there's not a thing I can hear Without love in my eyes Those ancient streets at night Before the ancient eyes There's not a thing they can see Covered in gray skies And the rain falls like tears a lover sagging by And there's not a thing I can see Without love in my eyes In my eyes
next song on the CD, uh, maybe this time. Um, gotta say, I love the harmonic solo in there. Uh, yeah. I really like the entire CD, really, how you guys have uh, dashes of color with the instruments. But, uh, but tell us about some little more, I think, a little more optimistic um, song than some of the other ones. A little more uh, happier flavor. Maybe I'm misreading. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I always thought it was a little bit um, uh, more happy song as well. I mean, it's not meant to be too... Uh, some of the stuff I write is kind of heavy and it's kind of dark. Um, but uh, I, maybe this time is just... Uh, it's sort of like kind of getting up and doing it one more time, you know. Maybe this time, you know. Uh, it's going to work out. We're going to put this thing together. We're going to do it. Um, it's kind of that that feeling is what we're trying to get that song um, and it's kind of so it's kind of a kind of like getting up again and doing it one more time
done. Starting ground. Um, obviously not you singing. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who we're hearing? And uh, uh, was that her song, your song? Yeah, yeah. That it, that song was written by Sissy Clements, and uh, she's the one singing and playing guitar. Um, I just performed some background vocals on it, and uh, you know the rest of the band kind of fills in with the music. But uh, Sissy um, sang and played violin on the record, and she is um, a jazz vocalist right now, studying in New York City and um, performing up there uh, quite frequently. So she's amazing. Uh, if you have a chance to check out her music, it's at uh, she, you can find her on MySpace. Um, uh, Sissy Clemens, S-I-S-S-Y, Clemens, uh, C-L-E-M-E-N-S. But, um, yeah, she's amazing, uh, young, she's uh, 21 years old, and she's just, you know, got an amazing voice, amazing voice, and very talented, so. That was a nice little tip to cap to people who helped you out on the record, right? Yeah, um, well, you, yeah, and you know, it's like, it goes to more of our philosophy of, of art and creativity, is that it not created in a vacuum, you know. We it's very personal, but yet we we bring it to life together, you know. So.
Tonight, tell us a little bit about that song. Yeah, um, again, it's a it's a, another song of longing. Um, talking about a, um, it's actually an old song. It was on. I did a little uh, demo record prior to this this record, and it was on that one. Um, with the song this time, uh, we I just had at the end of the song had started messing around musically with something I thought would sound great with that song, which was, it was really quiet before, and then it just ended. And then um, we started, I I just kind of heard this, like, build-up that could happen in this little kind of tune, and I played it for Dave. He was like, uh, he was like, oh, I can, you know, he totally could hear what, what I was thinking about, and, you know, um, we made it into just much more. I feel, I, it's one of the most powerful moments on the CD for me when that, when it kicks in at the end of that song, um, I just really enjoy it.
Save me from empty dreams and imperfections. Save me from the places I run in the night. Save me from my pride and pretensions. 'Cause I just wanna be with you. Save me from the hands that hold the sorrows. Save me from the places that I run. Save me from fates that try to hold me in this place. 'Cause I just wanna be.
through these days, uh, again, you've got some strings or a decipher there. And I have to say, in, when I was TV, I think that might be one of the most, um, you can really hear the passion in your voice that song. Yeah. Really killer vocal performance on that particular track. Can you tell us what that's about or what, what got you to that point? Yeah, yeah. Um, Through These Days is one of my, uh, it's one of my favorite songs as well. I think we um, were, when I wrote that song, it was, um, you know, a song, you know, a lot of my songs relate to just, you know, prayers and hopes and those kinds of things. And, um, you know, the wanting that, the steadfastness of, of the, someone being there, you know, through these, through these days, all of our days. Um, and uh, so that was where the sort of lyric, lyrically, where it was kind of coming from. Um, uh, yeah, and it's it was a great song. I mean, it was it, it was a good song when just playing it solo um, acoustically. It seems to go over really well. And then um, you know, being able to bring the band to that song, it did. It ca- it came out really well. We're happy with that song. So. Yeah, it really did. It's got a lot of nice flavor.
track shake the wind. Um, talk a little bit about inspiration. Yeah, um, it that song actually comes from. That's more the community aspect of uh, you know playing music. It, it kind of came from a time when I was playing at a um, outdoor kind of coffee house uh, open mic in uh, Northern Liberties part of Philadelphia, and you know. Uh, uh, you don't get a whole lot of nature in Philadelphia. It's uh, kind of very cramped and tight city. And in this one little corner, there was this big tree, and they would hang. Uh, there's some lights that hang hung from it. And I played there in late August, and uh, and I'd sit there and you'd listen to these other folks playing music, and and it was probably the closest to um, you know some of the more uh, park-ish places around here that it reminded me of, and. Um, and so that's, what, that's where that song kind of came out of listening to some other folks play um, play music and uh, um, those those kind of warm summer nights, you know. Yeah, I wish we had warm summer nights. Actually, <laughs> that would be 60 degrees and raining. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
broken or whole? Uh, what uh, what are we hearing here? What? Um, oh, that's just your uh, broken or whole is your typical breakup song. Um, well, breakup in the aftermath. You know, trying to. Um, the the main question of broken or whole is is um, it, what it's meant to be is actually a positive thing. Asking, um, you know, that we have a choice in the experiences that we have in life. And so sometimes we have to choose whether we're going to be broken or whole over an event. Like, is this event, for me, at that, for this song, is um, uh, I broke, you know, had a relationship that ended and it was, you know, heartbreaking. And so I had a choice to say, oh, I'm never going to be complete without this person. I've just lost it all. Or I'm, I'm, I'm all right. This wasn't meant to be. And actually I'm better off because this wasn't the person I was supposed to be with. So it's that choice sometimes we have to make, and that's that's sort of what that's the crux I would say of broken or whole is making that choice, you know. Like a universal theme, I think everyone can identify with a song like that. Yeah. Um. Doesn't mean to fall in love. It doesn't mean to give your heart away. It doesn't mean when you find the one and then watch as they slip away. Tell me, am I broken or whole? Did I gain or did I lose? Tell me, where should I choose? Tell me, am I broken or whole? Did I gain or did I lose? Tell me, where should I choose? Maybe it's the big things that cause us to compromise And I can't tell if I'm broken or whole All I feel is that I've lost control I've lost control Tell me am I broken Step takes a part of me And I don't understand this mystery
Moving on to the next song, what I think is just as the diamond in the rough, Save Me Tonight, which was a song I think a month back you had emailed me a link to your MySpace page, and that happened to be the first song that I listened to when I went to it, and awestruck that song. In my opinion, the best song on the album, that's again my humble opinion. Um, <laughs> idea of where that came from. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd like to find one if I could make one like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Save Me Tonight was a um honestly Save Me Tonight was a slow song. And it and the funny part about it is that I really it was a slow song that I had written a long time ago and playing music live as um you know, as you know and anyone who plays live knows, it's uh it's hard to play sl- a lot of slow songs for folks because they generally don't enjoy that. Um, so trying to keep people interested, I, the tempo. yeah, I tried to pick up the tempo, and so I sat down with that song. Particularly, I was like, you know, it's like Save Me Tonight. What if I pick up the tempo? And I just started messing around with it and started playing it faster. And I, we were playing a, a, a kind of a stint of shows at the Bubble Tea House in in um, Philadelphia, and I brought it to Dave and Barry, and it was like, uh, I'm going to play this kind of fast. Let me know what you think about this, and we played it. And they were like, you know, yeah, it sounds good. And um, we, uh, yeah, we started we played started playing it a few times, and it just went over really well. And um, and uh, and so when we put, when we went to lay down the tracks, um, it was one of the first songs that we uh, asked Chris Larosa, who plays piano on this, we asked him to put down some piano on it, and he just he nailed it to the wall. It was amazing. Um, the, the stuff we got on this on that song. So originally that was probably going to be one of our our main tracks that we would send out for the album, but um, but it ended up being so long that we were like uh, too long, you know, but because uh, it takes so long to build, but we felt like every part of it was necessary because it, it that's within you know. it. No, so I wouldn't compromise the track the way it is.
song up a day like this? Um, mm-hmm. Give us a background. Yeah, um, day like it's just a. Uh, it was a short song that I um, uh, had just kind of written about. Um, um, you know the times in our lives when we face, you know, common days that have extraordinary things that happen. You know, and sometimes we're never the same. And and those don't happen. You know, sometimes we think big things are going to mark the occasion, but sometimes it's just like a normal day. And uh, but we have. You know, things happen that were never the same. And, uh, so that's kind of sort of what I was trying to get at with that song. No, no, you got to raise it a little bit and then take yeah. it. You okay. can't just kind of do it head to head. <laughs> it's got to be a nod. You lift a little and then down. Dude, I don't do this very much. Yeah, gotta but dude, this. you lead a band. you got to learn how to do that. You know, right. If you're going to tell us when to start. True, true. Can't remember 
Cool. And then you finished the uh, CDN with the track called Swirling? Yeah. But, um, what do we have there? Well, Swirling, uh, Swirling is, is one of the songs. It's an old song that I've written a long time ago. Um, I wrote it uh, in, a, I think it says in the liner notes, in a closet in, in Del Mar, Delaware. Um, I was uh, playing my guitar, and I couldn't hear because there was noise outside, so I went into the closet with my guitar and just started playing uh, in the dark. And uh, and it kind of came out of that, um, you know, at times struggling with temptation, struggling with other things in our lives. And... Uh, and uh that kind of like firmness, the steadfastness it's like, you know, I don't care, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bow to this stuff, you know, I'm not gonna let it win. And uh um the song is was kinda old. I wasn't sure we were gonna make it on the put it on the album and um it ended up uh after we had everyone play on it, it came out so well and that like a, again the build up at the end of this that song is one of my favorite moments on the record and then how it leads back into the first track it just it kind of tied it all in together and I'm really happy with how it came out yeah I imagine you've got to please the way really the entire CD came out swirling cascades of feelings can hinder the truth for a while Swirling cascades of feelings can hinder the truth for a while. Emptiness 
Did yeah. it take a long time to record the album? Were you yeah for hours or we yeah well it took a long time we we worked on this album for about two and a half years um it was uh it was a project that we started working on um originally and that's part of where the title came from we started working on it originally as uh just uh two guitars and a box drum and that's what our live show was all about you know i would play um either solo or the two guitars and box drum and then it kind of developed, and we kept we got the band together, and we added tracks, and it just became something larger. Okay, if, if folks would like to pick up the CD, where where can they get a hold of it? Um, they can buy it anywhere, pretty much anywhere online. They can buy it at Amazon.com, iTunes, uh, CD Baby, um, PubCan Records. That's uh, the label that I'm with, with uh, Dave Young at the helm of it, and uh, so it's. Um, PubCamRecords.com, or you can go to MarkRaceMusic.com, and there should be links to everything there. Um, and uh, yeah, you can pretty much buy it, or come see a live show. And I always have CDs with me, so we have a couple of shows. Do you have any? Do um, you want to talk about those? One yeah, week? yeah. I've... We have a show coming up on September 12th with a Picnic with Par, um, and it's a great cause. So if anybody would want to come to that, it would be a wonderful event. Uh, all the proceeds go to benefit Par. So PAR, uh, Pittsburgh Action Against Rape, um, is a great organization, and they um, the all the proceeds from the picnic go to benefit their organization. And um, it's about $25. It's a tailgate sort of event at um, North Park. And so that's coming up on September 12th. And then we have a show um, October 1st at La Roche College and October 10th at Geneva College. And then we have another show, hopefully come up soon, at the Beaver Falls Coffee and Tea House. So, Yeah, so we have a few things coming up. That would be great. Okay, well, Mark, I want to thank you for your time. And, um, again, markbreakmusic.com, is that correct? Yep. Okay, thanks, Mark. Don't hang up yet. Okay, thanks, John. (laughs) 